Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome to Fantasy Sports today here on SportsGrid. Great to be with you. Today is March the 3rd, 2022. I'm Craig Mish, along with Davis Maddock. We've got a preview of tonight's NBA games. A little DFS action. We'll preview those on DraftKings a little bit later in the show. We're going to dive more into the NFL Combine. Of course, a lot of the players, a lot of the coaches are there, and it's heating up right now, Davis, in Indianapolis. And, of course, take everything with a grain of salt. It's just a workout. It's just guys in shorts. But I know that for Dynasty Fantasy Football Leagues, for people like you, this is prime time to kind of get a better understanding as to the players, who they are, and how they may perform. So with that, good afternoon. Yeah, you're you're right. Uh, I, I'm tuned in. I have my, you know, some of my favorite guys. I'm hoping some of them do well here. Uh, interesting note, only one wide receiver did the bench press today. Uh, that's pretty uncommon. You know, most of those guys are, are going to bench for whatever reason. One wide receiver, Josh Johnson from Tulsa, he was the only one who went to do the bench press. Got, got 14 reps in, so, you know, good for him. But uh, that, that would have been, I mean, that's a staple of, of the workout. So I just thought that was an interesting little note. Yeah, and uh, another interesting note, too, we're going to get to here in a second. But first, let's get to our headlines here on this Thursday in fantasy. How about the New Orleans Pelicans? They are hot. They win their third straight game in a row. I think the stutter last night, though, to me, was seeing uh, Davis's thunder. Did I see they beat the Nuggets last night? Wow. UConn, Alabama, upset in the top 25 last night. Get ready for this tournament. It's going to be wacky. The Dolphins, uh, Chris Greer, their general manager, says they are out on Deshaun Watson. Texas, Texans are waiting right now for a resolution, and who knows when they're going to get it. Uh, Kevin Durant expected to be back tonight. He will play against the Miami Heat. So certainly Brooklyn, Miami, one of the marquee games tonight. We're going to break that down for you coming up in just a few minutes. But uh, look, we are getting a lot of combine news, Davis, and part of it today. And again, this is something that I personally can't quantify. I don't know if it means something or not. But uh, Kenny Pickett, who is arguably either the top quarterback in the NFL draft, the second best quarterback in the draft, or the very worst, the third best college football quarterback going into the draft had his hand size check-in so let me take a look Had his hand size check-in and uh eight and a half inches i think was the number and people are just up in arms over this so what does it mean 
So the reason why this matters is the ball that they play with in the NFL is larger than the ball they play with in college. It's about, uh, in, in terms of overall circumference, it's about 1.2 inches larger. So that would be your reason to care. But then, you know, the, the second order thing is like, just think about it. You know, obviously it's a little bit easier to control, throw, handle the ball if your hands are a little bit bigger. Um, since the combine started officially recording these numbers for, for posterity in mm -hmm. 2010, four quarterbacks have measured in at 8.75 inches or less. James Wilson, Kenny Pickett, Connor Holiday, and Kevin Davidson. I, I don't even, I remember Connor Holiday cause he played at Washington state, but I don't know the other guys. Um, and Todd McShay noted that the only quarterback since 2000 to have sustained success with less than nine inch hands was Michael Vick. Obviously Kenny Pickett and Michael Vick play uh, in a little bit of a different style. So, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. I think it would be easy to, to, you know, kind of laugh it off and be like, you know, these nerds, they don't know anything. And, and McShay, I guess for his part did note from what he's hearing, NFL teams don't really seem to care all that much. Pickett did fumble 26 times at Pitt, which, uh, you know, you could definitely relate to his hand size. And of course, welcome to everyone on radio, Davis Maddock and Craig Mish with you here on Sports Grid talking about Kenny Pickett's little baby hands. Um, I, I, Craig, I'm actually, to me, I really wouldn't be surprised if this did move him to be the mm. third quarterback on most people's boards behind Corral and Malik Willis. Yeah. You, you know, I would ask you this, and, and I pretty much am of the opinion and the narrative. I've talked about this many times here on the show, last year's draft, the year before I was involved in the coverage the last two years, is that I firmly be I, I'm behind the idea that no matter what, there is always quarterback inflation in the NFL draft. But I got to tell you, I'm going back and I'm watching, you know, for this show, a lot of the videos, a lot of the interviews, I'm having a hard time finding people have overwhelmingly great things to say, even now on March 3rd about the quarterbacks in this draft. So I'm starting to think that maybe this, for the first time in a while, maybe my narrative is wrong. Now, we'll, you know, it will be determined in less than two months. But as of right now, it's I, I can't get anybody to come out and say, oh, this quarterback's going to be great. We're taking him one overall or two overall or three overall. It just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. No, I haven't heard that about anyone. Even, even when Malik Willis which was so good at the Senior Bowl, I think he did a lot to help out his draft stock at the Senior Bowl. What you heard was a team might trade up to take him at 15, right? Uh, you know, oh, if you if you really want Malik Willis, you know, you, you got to get to pick 11 or whatever. No one, I, no one wanted to put their name on a report that he's going to be the top overall pick, the top five pick. Uh, maybe And maybe I missed it, but maybe someone out there is saying top 10 pick. But you're right. I mean, this is to me is just a, a sort of underwhelming group of quarterbacks. And a very rare year, which means free agent quarterbacks and quarterbacks who want to leave their spot become really compelling and uh, i would think that between now and next thursday davis and i are going to have a fun time talking about what aaron Rodgers has decided to do with his future i cannot imagine this going much longer but we'll see it is aaron Rodgers. all right coming up next full slate of nba games tonight it's time for us to dive into the dfs slate i'm taking a little peek i don't want to give you guys a full spoiler alert but there is a name we're going to be talking about at center former nba defensive player of the year and mvp that uh, I'm a little stunned to see his name show up on on our show report today as far as picking him in Daily Fantasy. So we'll get the explanation there, and then we'll hear from Mike McDaniel, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, on their running back position. So stay on the grid. Fantasy Sports Today. Right, right. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. I'm guessing there are some of you who watch our show every day, Davis and I. I'm also guessing there are some of you who may be watching our show here on Sports Grid for the first time. And so what we'd like to do is sort of get your opinion on our shows and, uh, you know, how you feel about the video and the audio and the quality of them. And we'd love to get your opinion on it because we're constantly trying to improve the overall experience, especially for those of you who are watching on mobile devices. So the best way to do that is to get input from our most important source, and that's listeners like you. We'd like you to take a survey. Here's how you do it. Go to survey.sportsgrid.com or just scan that QR code, survey.sportsgrid.com. We'd love to hear from you because your feedback is going to help us improve our programming and help us shape what we create next. Once again, that's survey.sportsgrid.com. We truly appreciate your time, and as always, thanks for listening and watching our show. Okay, NBA schedule tonight. I see the Memphis Grizzlies playing. I know that we're going to log on to the show today. I'm going to look at the lineup that Davis is going to submit on DraftKings, and it's going to include John Morant tonight or not. What's going on here, Davis? How do you not play John Morant in DFS at this point? You know, it's uh, it's a good question. Uh, so so John Morant is, uh, you know, not not in the line of time. I, I saw someone note this on social media the other day. Uh, at one point last week, the NBA Instagram, 12 of their last 15 posts were all John Morant. It was, all, it was mm-hmm. John Morant talking, John Morant dunking. John Morant, that that crazy inbounds play. I don't know if you caught that where yeah. uh, Stephen Adams threw the full court, you know, 90-foot pass. Morant is in the air, catches it, turns all in the air, and makes the bucket at the end of the court. I mean, it's unbelievable. John Morant is amazing. Uh, it's it, uh, If we ever get Zion back in the court, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit later, maybe one of the best one-twos of any NBA draft ever. Yeah, it could very well be. All right, uh, before we get to the players involved tonight, give me an idea of the slate. Um, so, you know, we are kind of getting to that point of the season where these games all really matter for these teams. So what what you will see, you know, we're kind of in the last 15 games of the season. 
Uh, starters are going to be just playing really heavy minutes for a lot of these teams, especially the teams that are really playing for seeding. So like Chicago starters, I mean, we are going to see huge minutes for these guys. I mean, DeMar DeRozan played 42 minutes the other night against Memphis. I think we're, we're going to see lots of stuff like that. So, you know, maybe some of the teams that were more conservative with their starters early on in the season, that kind of goes away. So there are less cheap guys to choose from. Uh, also, we do have Jalen Brown, who is going to be out tonight for the Boston Celtics. That is a, a pretty big impact there. And uh, John Collins remains out for the Atlanta Hawks, which impacts their rotation a little bit. All right. So without further ado, let's present to you, and you can find this over at Daily Roto, Davis's uh, proposed lineup tonight over on DraftKings. We'll start off with Tyler Hero of the Heat at 6300 Marcus Smart at 6400 Jason Tatum is the highest-priced player that we're going to use tonight at 10000 Harrison Barnes at 6200 And then a Dwight Howard appearance of 3800 I have not seen Dwight Howard's name on any show sheet that we have done before. It has been a while, Davis. If we were doing this eight years ago, I would have probably thought, hey, let's put Dwight Howard in the lineup. Why are we including him tonight? So the Los Angeles Lakers cut their other center, uh, De- or I guess I guess in the NBA it's waived. They waived DeAndre Jordan. Uh, sounds like, by the way, DeAndre Jordan might sign with the Philadelphia 76ers, which would uh, sort of, I mean, they, they traded away Andre Drummond. They traded away their backup center very famously uh, in that Raptors series. Uh, they won the Embiid minutes over the course of that series by like 50 points, and Greg Monroe was like negative 70 over mm-hmm. those games. So uh, inter- just an, neither here nor there, just an interesting little note. And uh, since then, LeBron has started one game at center, and Dwight has started one game at center. The game that LeBron started at center, Dwight Howard played four minutes. The game that uh, that he started at center, he played 28 minutes. My guess is that Dwight is going to get the start at center tonight because the Clippers, due to the holes in their rotation, pretty much play a traditional center 48 minutes. Uh, Zubach has been playing about 24 minutes a night and Isaiah Hartenstein playing about uh, 18 to 22 minutes a night. So there'll probably be a stint in there where Covington is at center. But basically, I think that Frank Vogel is just going to play matchups for the rest of the season, either starting LeBron at center or starting Dwight Howard. I think that this is a Dwight Howard starting at center night. Now, obviously, if he doesn't start, you are not going to be playing him because he will only play like one rotation. Um, but he's the only center on the roster, so when they start him, he should be good for about 28 minutes. We have Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum included in here because Jalen Brown is not going to be playing. And uh, it used to be that's when Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum or Kemba Walker or Kyrie Irving would miss, Smart would be the point guard, and he would see a ton of the ball. Now that they have traded for... Uh, Derek White. I don't think he will see quite as much of the ball as he would have, but he's been shooting a ton. Uh, the first game that Jalen Brown missed, he played 37 minutes, shot 14 times. And, and the thing with Smart is he's so good at steals and blocks that if you can get him to 15 points and five assists, he still might get 40 because he's picking up so many defensive peripherals. And then Jason Tatum with no Jalen Brown. I, I would set the over-under at Jason Tatum field goals tonight against Memphis at like 26 and a half. I mean, he, he just is going to absolutely be chucking the ball. Tyler Hero, we know when Kyle Lowry doesn't play, Hero is the man. He uh, Well, he probably won't start, actually. Probably Gabe Vincent will start, but he'll mm-hmm. still play 
35 minutes and he'll close the game, take his his 20 shots. And Harrison Barnes, you know, just continues basically uh, in the in the absence of Tyrese Halliburton to be pretty effective in the front court with DeMontis Bonus, and they have a good matchup against the Spurs tonight. Yeah, uh, exciting finish last night. I don't know if you caught that between the Heat and the Bucks, where they play an inbound play uh, to you know sort of end the game there. The Heat probably should have won that game too. But you're right, Gabe Vincent's actually playing pretty well uh, for them. So yeah. you, you could be right. Hero could come off the bench. Uh, okay, finally, let's get to the other options tonight, and we'll close it out with at guard Terrence Mann at 5,900. Bogdan Bogdanovich is 6,000 on DraftKings, and then Io Desumnu. I think I got it right this time. I don't know. 5,300. He is in the flex. So close us out here with those three. Yeah, I'm just um, just a big Terrence Mann fan. You know, he uh, he does. I, I was looking to try and get Reggie Jackson in this lineup against the Lakers. Again, I mean, what, what's easier right now than playing guards against the Lakers with Austin Reeves and uh, Russell Westbrook and uh, who? Oh, that Stanley Johnson. I mean, they <sighs> the Lakers. What a mess. I mean, we just we want to get our guys in against Lakers. But Terrence Mann. Very good this season. Uh, he's $2,000 cheaper than Reggie Jackson, but pretty comparable. Bogdanovich has been really good with John Collins out of the lineup. Uh, 37, 28, and 43 DraftKings points over his last three games. Took 24 shots against the Bulls the last time they played on February 24th. Would love for him to get up 24 shots tonight. And then the other side of that game, uh, Io DeSumo, he gets uh, about the easiest matchup that there is in basketball right now, he gets to be guarded by Trey Young and Kevin Herter tonight for the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, look, you know, all, all due respect to Trey Young, great offensive player, uh, maybe the worst point of attack defensive point guard in the NBA. And and again, very similar to Marcus Smart, uh, Io is going to do his thing with the rebounds, the assists, the blocks, and the steals any given night. And it's when you get the random 21 actual point game that he ends up doing really well. And I think he should be on pace to do that tonight against the Hawks. All right. So uh, head on over to dailyroto.com because all of the simulations, picks, predictions, and all the work that Davis and the Daily Roto team is doing absolutely free as far as the NBA DFS. So again, go to dailyroto.com. One quick note before we move on to our NFL discussion. NFL Network is reporting this hour that the COVID protocols for the NFL have been uh, suspended. So basically paused for the time being. They still have them, but given the fact that at this point not many players uh, have tested positive, I suppose that is the reasoning behind why they have suspended COVID protocols. So there are none right now, ironically, in the NFL. We'll see if that continues, and we'll see where that takes the NBA, the NHL, and, of course, hopefully, Major League Baseball. We'll be back and give you the latest in the NFL Combine, how it affects fantasy football next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, time for the latest update from the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis, Indiana. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock. This is Fantasy Sports Today. One of the head coaches that has been stealing the headlines based on personality has been Mike McDaniel, the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Lots of fun commentary. Seems to be pretty playful with the media. So if uh, the on-field performance matches anything like the media performance, the Dolphins are going to be in really good shape. Uh, Miami goes into the 2022 NFL season with uh, a lot of holes on their team, but one of them, maybe more than any other team in the NFL, perhaps Davis will weigh in on that, is the running back position, where they basically last year went through Miles Gaskin, Salvan Ahmed, and even Duke Johnson at the end of the season. And uh, the way Mike McDaniel used his running backs in San Francisco uh, leads us to believe, certainly, as McDaniel said, how important he values that position on the field. The value of the running back position... You know, what's, what value do, do you put on um, anywhere from a, a, a third to a half of the plays on a given offensive season? You know, you, you got to realize running backs um, collectively, whether you do it part to whole or one guy, you have about 300 to 400 some touches by that position. So it's incredibly valuable, um, but there, there is a more diverse way of finding them uh, there's traditionally, from a historical perspective, there's, um, you know, rookies, second-year players, uh, mid to late-round draft that they, they have more success at that position than than some others. Um, but it's never been, um, you know, any anywhere we've been, and for the Miami Dolphins move, moving forward, it's of paramount importance. Um, we just have a, a concrete. A skill set that we found that that can really flourish in in a zone blocking system. Really, a couple of interesting notes there, uh, Davis. It does lead you to believe, you know, first of all, that the possibility exists that it would be a non traditional running back situation in Miami. Um, but pretty much all of the media who is out there, and pretty much anybody who is involved with the Dolphins, understands that their running back landscape in 2022 is going to look different. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know what free agency draft, uh, but it also from listening to McDaniel there too. And, and a few at a future soundbite, I don't think they will be spending a high pick on the draft, but that's not to say that there aren't some talented running backs uh, this year going in. There are some talented running backs and it might work out for Miami. Cause I am not imagining that any of these guys are going to cost them very much in terms of draft capital. You know, I think, Maybe one of them goes in the second round, uh, and and that is not even guaranteed. You know, Spiller was in a timeshare at Texas A&M. 
Brees Hall, I don't think we are expecting to test athletically all that well. Like, you know, he's not going to be a guy who jumps out of the gym, you know, like a, a Saquon Barkley or whatever. And I mean, he was a, a really productive player at Iowa State. But I mean, honestly, sort of similar to the guy who preceded him there, David Montgomery, a, a solid but not spectacular running back, you know, not a guy you're going to have to spend a first round draft pick on. And I know, you know, the, the Miami fans, they've been begging for the team to draft a running back forever. But doesn't doesn't the Duke Johnson game, doesn't that just kind of give you pause? The fact that Duke Johnson came in 100 yards, two touchdowns, you know, look like the best running back they've had for two years. I mean, that that game alone should make you be like, well, you know, do we need to spend a second round pick on a running back? Or would we be better off, you know, drafting, uh, you know, a guard or a center or a tackle? Because that's really been the problem in Miami is the offensive line is is so bad and it's just created no running room for these guys. Yeah, and look, it may it may not be somebody here. It could be a free agent. We saw, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Devonte Booker cut yesterday. So you know, norm, you know, naturally, the Miami media is all over that. That could be a cheap guy for them. Uh, but for fantasy purposes, it will be. I think it'll be the primary guy will be somebody else than we, what we've seen previously in Miami. At least that that's the direction I think that they could be headed. All right, uh, still some questions with the Las Vegas Raiders for sure. Derek Carr. Uh, no question is in the final year of his contract. He has not been given a contract extension and the new head coach, Josh McDaniels is a big fan of Carr, uh, but says that the team has not extended him. However, he says it is still possible. No, no specific things relative to extending that at this point. Uh, but that doesn't mean that's not going to change. Um, we are aware of where we're at on that in, in that process. I think we're just trying to get everything kind of set now in the building um, you know, our staff is obviously, this has been a big chunk of this, this first three or four weeks is trying to put the right people in, in place here. Um, I've met and spoken to Derek a number of times now, um, just trying to begin our relationship. I think it's really an important one. Uh, the head coach, the play caller, the quarterback, um, getting to know one another as people, kind of how we think, how we work. Uh, the football part of that will come later, uh, which I think is also an por- important part of the, the, the puzzle, but um, really happy with the opportunity that I've had to get to know him. Um, he's there, you know, he's there in Nevada. He stays there in Nevada. So um, we're aware of where things are. Uh, All right. So, uh, you know, sort of dancing around the issue, more or less, uh, Davis, at this point. But Carr is in his final year. Uh, the, the yards definitely, you know, racked up for him last year, almost 5,000 passing yards. And when the Raiders were good, Carr was good. And when the Raiders were bad, Carr was bad. So, I mean, this may be a situation, Davis, where is the grass really greener on the other side? Maybe the Raiders just literally go into this and say, hey, this is probably Carr's last year. Or do you think they move him and start over? Remember, he's not a McDaniels guy. But then again, when Gruden came in, you kind of thought the same thing. That was going to be the first thing he was going to do, right? Was going to get rid of Carr, kept him for all the time he was there, too. I mean, we've heard this. I mean, how many times have we heard that Derek Carr is going to be traded, that they're not going to extend him? And he's, I, I believe this is his ninth season, maybe his 10th season. I mean, he's been there forever. And, you know, Craig, another thing we're hearing is that the shuffling of the chairs at the quarterback position is not going to be near as dramatic as maybe we thought it would be two weeks ago. That is kind of one of the things that is leaking out of Indianapolis. Because, you know, right now in Indianapolis, not, you know, the GMs are there, coaches are there. Uh, you know, offensive coordinators, you know, assistants, scouts, and they're all there. 
they're all talking, they're all going out to dinner together and they're hearing like, oh yeah, you know, Rogers is, is going back to Green Bay and, and Russell Wilson is fine to stay in Seattle. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, like we're just hearing that it's not going to be as dramatic as we thought. And what I, what I am now, so, so you know, the last couple of weeks is I was like, oh, it's going to be crazy and it's all going to move. And now this is what I think. Once one domino goes, then it has the potential to get crazy. But if Roger stays, Russell Wilson doesn't want to be traded, Brady doesn't come back, no one wants to pay a first-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, then it's not going to happen. But if one of those falls, right, so if one of those things goes the the other direction, then I think we have the possibility for some fireworks. Yeah, could be fireworks also at the top of the 2022 NFL draft, where some people feel the Jacksonville Jaguars will trade the first overall pick as they have their starting quarterback that they took last year in Trevor Lawrence. Their general manager, Trent Balky, basically says, expect the unexpected. Believe or go big or go home. But, uh, you know, this draft has a lot of unique uh, players in it. And it's there may not be that clear number one, but there's a lot of very good football players at the top of this draft that we're going to have, you know, obviously being in position number one, have our pick of those players. Well, no, I think it's a. I think when you look at the Super Bowls and who's won them, it's 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 pretty obvious what it takes to get there and, and, and accomplish that that mission. So, the quarterback position is a key position, uh, the, the key position on any football team. But it takes a lot of other good football players. When we got to the when we got to the the Super Bowl game in 2012. I think we had a we had a roster that had a lot of very good football players on it. Your 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 mission in the position I'm in is to get as many of those guys as you can get to supplement that quarterback position. We feel really good about Trevor, where he's at as a pro, uh, where he is at as a person, and uh, feel very confident that with him we can move forward and build a championship caliber football team. Well, if they do that, Davis, and they keep the number one overall pick, then there's no shortage of offensive linemen or even edge rushers to take at that point. But I suppose the question is, does Jacksonville keep the pick or they trade it? I mean, usually when, when trades are made to move up to one, Davis, don't they include like a quarterback usually, like a game-changing type player? Do you see a team trading up to Jacksonville to draft the Alabama offensive lineman? Um, yeah, I, I think you make an interesting point. I mean, I can't. I can't think of a time that someone moved heaven and earth to trade up to the number one overall pick to select an edge rusher or a tackle or whatever. You know, it does. It doesn't get the that doesn't get the fan base jazzed up. You know, you you trade you trade the future first and and whatever else to go get. You know, if this was a, a season where someone was like, oh, you know, there was a, it would be really interesting, right? If there was another generational quarterback prospect in this class, right? Because you so you have Trevor Lawrence, you don't need you know, generational quarterback acts. I, however, because it does feel kind of flat at the top, it would make sense to do this cheaply if you're the Jaguars, right? Like, okay, yeah, you know, we'll take, uh, we'll take a second this year to move back six spots and just take whoever we get. I don't think they'll do that though. I, I this pick, I don't think it's moved. Yeah. Usually the, the first overall pick is so coveted, but yeah, anything goes with this, but look, the Jaguars, 
look, are, are in the position right now to protect Lawrence on the offensive line, get some extra weapons for him on the outside. And of course, the one player that they do have coming back that we didn't even talk about that much this past year was Travis Etienne, who missed the entire season too. So addition with an injury coming back to their team next year. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break here on Fantasy Sports Today. Coming up next, it's time to play a little fantasy or reality. Zion Williamson, is he coming back? Talk about that later. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Before we get back to some questions here and some fantasy or reality, Davis, Isaiah Thomas does not like the comments made by Charles Oakley that Giannis would be coming off the bench in his era, says Charles Oakley. Um, Don't know where Oakley came up with this one. Uh, One of the best defenders during his time of, uh, you know, with the New York Knicks and enforcing Patrick Ewing and Allen Houston and everyone else there. But Isaiah Thomas, I guess, to the rescue here, says uh, Oakley's nuts. I get, I mean, Craig, you know, that you like, you, you just are bringing this up to trigger me because you know, this is the stuff that annoys me more than anything is when, is when people who are 20 years past their best weigh in on, on things they don't understand. I mean, if you drop Giannis onto what was it, they, the heat versus the Knicks, that was the big series back in the nineties, mm-hmm. uh, you drop Giannis on those heat teams from back then Giannis is going, uh, in a seven game series, he'd average, uh, 36, 11 and nine against uh against the new york knicks i just it's like why can't why why do these old guys why do they not want to embrace the game you know like why 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 do they not want to embrace what is is happening on the court now basketball is so good and so fun to watch right now it's so annoying to me it's so frustrating yeah and of all players too like maybe we could have an argument about it on a different about like curry or something who like Curry's so small, like maybe he would have gotten beaten up. But Giannis, the guy, he's an alien. He would have played a center. He would have played center in uh, for any team in the NBA at that time too. Hmm. 
All right. Well, with that, let's turn it over to Brett Levy. He's got some compelling NBA questions for us in today's fantasy or reality. All right, guys. Well, we're going to start in New Orleans or Portland, depending on how you look at it, because we finally got some positive news on Zion Williamson as his foot is progressing and he's starting to do more uh, on-court basketball stuff. So the with the Pelicans streaking Davis right now, three in a row, we had to ask, and we'll start with you. Zion Williamson will play in a game this season. Is this a fantasy or a reality? And Davis will include the playing game and the playoffs as this season, just in case the Pelicans make it. Yeah, it's uh, it's not happening. Um, we're we are uh, we are we are very close. I mean, not not even close. Lost season for Zion. Won't play a minute. They, you know, won't won't get on the court. Um, we have we've heard no positive reporting about Zion's health. Like we haven't even gotten a report from Zion's camp. Like, oh, he's he's chomping at the bit. You know, he's he's playing three on three or or you know dunking in practice. Like normally, when a superstar player is working their way back from injury, I mean, we. I guess we didn't really hear anything about Clay when Clay was out for so long, but I mean, I guess maybe that's kind of normal because it's Clay Thompson and and we don't hear much from him anyway. But you knew his injury too, though. True, we knew exactly what it was, but everything we've heard about Zion, every single news piece, it's been bad. It's been Zion's overweight. Zion had a setback. Zion didn't text CJ McCollum when he came to the team. Um, like it's it's all bad and it's so sad because Zion was amazing. I mean Zion at Duke and then Zion his second season for the Pelicans before he got injured, he was so fun and so amazing. And and honestly, I don't want him to come back though, because I think with a guy that size with with a foot injury, coming back early is is the kiss of death. I mean, that's basically what ruins these guys' career. Yao Ming did it a bunch of times. Yeah. It ended him. Uh, you know, just happened with all these big guys. Let him sit. Let him take his off season, and let's let's have Zion as full Zion next season. But I'm I'm saying fantasy. He's not playing in a game this season. Yeah, not just Yao Ming, Greg Oden, or Vita Sabonis. All the same injuries with the feet, and uh, yep. and very hard to come back from that. By the way, so New Orleans. I mean, I mean, is, is, are they going to get in a play-in game here? They are 26 and 36. I didn't even realize that the play-in teams are going to be 10 games under 500. It's, it's so bad. Yeah. The NBA's got to fix this. I mean, this is enough. Uh, Lakers could get in having a miserable season. Anyway, so Davis is 100% right. He's not playing a game. But here is absolutely what's going to happen. So assuming New Orleans gets a play-in game, uh, what I think is going to happen is we're going to start hearing those rumors, Davis, that you're talking about. Oh, will Zion play? Will he not play? Is he healthy? Is he not healthy? The answer is he is not. And the answer is he won't play. But rest assured that we get closer. And New Orleans, even if happen if they win a play-in game, and then, oh, will Zion play in the next series? You know yeah. that's what we're going to hear. <laughs> yeah. um, it's not going to stop. But no, he's not going to play. So it's fantasy. All right. Well, our next question comes from the NFL Combine, where Sam Howell was asked to make five shots on a mini hoop during his interview with the Eagles. So, Craig, I'm sure this comes from your Florida fraternity hazing back in the day. Craig, we'll start with you for this one. You could make 
Five shots in a row on a mini hoop, like a Nerf basketball hoop. Is this a fantasy or reality? Wow. Um, yeah, I would say I would say this is a fantasy. I would say that I probably could make a couple, but I don't think I could make five. Um, for me, when I look at it here, I was always been pretty decent at Papa Shot, but I just simply don't think uh, I could uh, do five in a row. So I'm going to say fantasy. Now, I, I need a little bit of a clarification. This is like a mini hoop that you would have hanging in your office on like the back of the door, not Papa Shot. Is that yeah, is I that correct? So. Okay. Like a door. Okay. So, no, I couldn't do this. I, I could probably go three of five. I would give myself, I would give myself three of five. I was thinking Papa Shot. I, I am a Papa Shot champion. I am so, I, I don't know why. I don't know what it is about Papa Shot. It's not like I'm a, I'm not a good basketball player. Like I can't, I'm not going to go out and be making a ton of buckets. It's, it's certainly not a, a skill I would consider myself, um, you know, particularly adept at or anything like that. But uh, yeah, and and I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fantasy. Interesting though, it's always this is always one of the highlights of the combine. Just the dumb crap that these teams have guys do, or the stupid questions that these teams ask, and then basically you hear like, uh, yeah, the Patriots and the Ravens just got down to business and treated me like an adult, and uh, you know, like, like asked me reasonable questions to find out who I am, and then it's like, yeah, the Eagles had me shooting hoops and. Uh, the Dolphins insulted Des Bryant's mother. It's like it's like unbelievable. These teams they can't figure it out. All right. Well, our last question of the day. We uh, can thank Twitter for this one because a lot of people were up in arms over the last twenty four hours about a uh, fictional. You know, you have twenty dollars put together your dream Sunday morning cartoon lineup and. Uh, Hey Arnold uh, and SpongeBob SquarePants were on the $4 line. People got very upset about this. So I figured we'd bring it to the show and ask you guys, Davis, we'll start with you. Hey Arnold was the best 90s Nickelodeon show. Is this a fantasy or reality? You know, I uh this is it's this one is going to be sort of funny because I grew up watching these shows. I was I was the actual right age. I'm I'm the target market for this. And you know, now we're we're 15 years past all these shows. So I am also the right age for companies to start trying to sell stuff back to me. Like, you know, basically your entire adult life is just companies trying to sell your childhood back to you, you know, through through whatever means. I was just talking on my podcast the other day about I saw the the Uncharted movie, which is not a good movie. You know, critically, no one it's got like a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. But I enjoyed every minute of it because it just harkened back to a video game I played when I was, uh, you know, when I was in high school. I will say I don't think Hey Arnold was the best for me. I was more of a SpongeBob SquarePants kid, uh, and uh, I, I, I think if I watched a SpongeBob episode now, it would maybe still be kind of funny. I also really enjoyed Rocket Power, but this this whole list of these shows. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting like hardcore uh, nostalgia flashbacks here because I, did, I really did just watch all of these growing up. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fantasy, but it was definitely top three. Yeah, I'm gonna say fantasy as well. Uh, I do recall the show. I think Rugrats probably was, you know, one of the ones that was my go-to yeah. here, Davis. But remember, I'm a little older, 
in that sense. So the 90s were not necessarily my kids, uh, you know, wheelhouse there as far as uh, watching cartoons. Um, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to say fantasy here. Uh, but, you know, the, I, I guess kind of like as, as, a, as a side note here, what do you what do you think about Nickelodeon and all the things they're doing in the NFL? Did you watch like those games, like the slime games and things like that? Uh, so, no, I didn't. I, I did not watch. I know they do the the Nickelodeon MVP or whatever. And uh, it, it they like they like uh, last year they rigged it to have Trubisky win it when he was having like a, a terrible game or whatever, which I think is uh, really funny. And, you know, look, uh, I, I am sure that it is much easier if you are, uh, you know, a 40 year old with uh, with children to get them to tune in to a, a three hour game. If it's, if it's fun, like I, I'm all down for finding ways to make sports interesting and exciting for kids. Um, I, I mean, that, that would be like a value I have. Like I love sports and I, I want, uh, you know, the, the, the next generation to care about sports as much as I do. So I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. I think it's really cool. Yeah, no, definitely the case. Uh, all right. So that's our fantasy uh, or reality for the day. So Davis, what are we watching for here? The last, uh, last couple of days of the combine here. I know that uh, you and I'll be back on the air tomorrow, but what are some of the things that you're watching for? So right now we have guys weighing in and doing their their lifting and stuff like that, the bench press. But there are going to be, uh, I mean, the 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 money the money drill is always the the forty yard dash for offensive linemen. It's the short shuttle. the The short shuttle tends to be uh, very predictive of offensive, like you know, just guys who are unbelievably athletic. Um, then there are a couple wide receivers who I will definitely be tuned in for their forty times. Uh, some guys who can make themselves a lot of money or cost themselves a lot of money, which is, uh, you know, it is kind of one of those things where it, it's sort of, uh, you know, new to be like, I have a combine. It, you know, it doesn't matter. I just want my guys who can play football. But I will guarantee you that NFL teams care about the numbers that these guys are putting up and that they have, uh, you know, a lot of teams have like thresholds, like sort of very famously, the Patriots have thresholds for guys. They like them to be, you know, above X, below Y. Um, same for the Green Bay Packers, you know, pretty much every, uh, defensive player you go, you can go and look all the Packers players. They all fit under the exact same athletic thresholds, uh, Drake London's 40 time, the USC wide receiver, you know, if he runs uh, a four, six, eight, not going to be particularly good for him. You know, he's kind of like a Mike Evans, Mike Williams style guy, but if he runs a four, four, eight, then it's going to be in business and we could see him go, you know, kind of in the in the top 15 picks or something like that. I'm also very excited to see how fast the Ohio State wide receivers are, Garrett Wilson and Chris Alave. Again, guys who, if they run four threes, are going to make themselves a ton of money. And George Pickens from Georgia as well. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break here on Fantasy Sports Today. When we come back next, we've got a special edition of the Sports Grid 60. We're going to let Davis take all two minutes of this. And uh, so make sure you stay on the grid because he's got something hot he wants to talk about. Uh, of course, don't forget, we'll be right back here on the show tomorrow as we've got Jim Sanis joining us for a little NASCAR and a whole lot more as we close out our week of shows here on Fantasy Sports Today. So stay on the grid as Davis and I will be right back. It's the Sports Grid 60. And uh, also we got Donnie and Kevin standing by at 1 o'clock Eastern for everything else happening in the world of wagering. So we'll be right back here on FST. Don't go away. Great, great. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, not joined by Craig Mish. He gave me the end of the show here all by myself. I uh, hope you guys had an enjoyable time, and we're going to go ahead and close out FST Today, as we always do, with the SportsGrid 60. So Craig is gone, which means that uh, the floor is mine to talk about uh, the NFL Combine. I could have done I could have done USFL, you know, talking about how excited I am for for Jordan Taamu and uh, Jeff Bidette, but uh, going to go in the direction of the NFL Combine because that is what I am most excited about right now. And I think there are a couple guys who can really vault themselves, uh, you know, into top sixty-four pick, you know, day two pick range with strong combines i was mentioning a little bit earlier drake london just a, a massive guy you know six five total box out wide receiver at usc if he puts down a good 40 time i expect him to go quite high i also think we're going to be pretty interested to see what happens with isaiah spiller of texas a&m he is uh not only a football player but also a track athlete so I think we could see some really stunning times from him. I'm pretty excited to see what John Mechie III of Alabama does at the Combine. Uh, you know, one of those guys who was, you know, sort of productive at Alabama, not to the degree of all the crazy first-round picks that have come out of there. And then I'm also wondering, you know, are we going to get anything from Jamison Williams? Just kind of disappointed that he didn't hop on the bench at all. I uh, also would like to see what David Bell is able to do. And of course, we are going to be covering all of this stuff for you here on SportsGrid TV, uh, out here on FSD, because we uh, we are sticking to our mandate of no baseball until that agreement comes through when we'll be analyzing all these guys from a dynasty fantasy football perspective. We are going to go ahead and head out here today. Everyone, thank you very much for watching. Thank you to my co-host, Craig Mish. 
Thank you to Brett Levy for producing us as always. Everyone over at LTN, good luck in all your wagers this week, guys, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.